Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist. I've been saying those words on this day that I'm recording the 21st of September. You remember that <laughs> it is my sixth anniversary of doing the show. Thank you guys very much. Thank you guys very much. And I've decided to choose the movie King Ralph. Which is also having a 30th anniversary of being released. King Ralph. And also Butt Maestros, ladies and gentlemen. Hi everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems. Also known as Admiral, what the hell did you make me watch this week? <laughs> We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies, but sometimes cinema. You know the thing, this is a movie. Uh, and I watched King Ralph literally a few hours ago for the first time ever. I had... No idea what I was going into. I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't do any pre-reading, pre-research, whatever. I just popped in the DVD on the, like, literally an hour after I woke up on what is essentially my Saturday after a very long week. And I didn't know I needed this. It is a wholesome-ass movie. I didn't know I needed this. Wholesome. I... Do you want to get right into it? Wholesome. Or? Just say wholesome. This, this is a 1991 uh, John comedy, Goodman, uh, written and directed by David S. Ward, um, which I'm gonna look up see what the hell else he's done. Because Peter O'Toole, yeah, John, John Good, Hurt, John Goodman, and a lot of amazing BBC actors that I would have thought would absolutely have turned this down. Nope. How how did this get made? No posts on Sundays. What amazing actor. What, what amazing writer. What else did this dude do? Ah, uh, fucking... What did he do? Major League, Saving Grace. <laughs> what? Down Periscope, Flyboys. He's done comedies! Yeah. It's, holy shit. Okay, so like... Apparently this guy was in really close with a bunch of amazing, like... He wrote the roles. winning BBC actors. He wrote the roles specifically for them, I guess. This movie opens up with, I, I want to know how much drugs, how many of what drug were involved or specifically? in coming up with the concept for, okay, we need all of British royalty to die at once so this one guy can be the only person eligible for the throne. Uh, give me something really crazy. Oh, so... Uh, they're all gonna get electrocuted in a freak photography accident in the rain with a bunch of metal scaffolding that is wired super improperly and like while my safety brain was ha was hemorrhaging and watching all this unprotected equipment attached to metal staging with no insult wow and then they rolled a a, a d20 <laughs> and they got a 10 and that means that their next heir was an American in Vegas <laughs> pretty much it was a lounge singer, and he wasn't even a good lounge. He's a good singer. He was in a good. He wasn't in a good area. That makes sense. He wasn't in a good, and, and he's also like, this isn't Whoopi Goldberg at the beginning of Sister no. Act either. No. <laughs> it is John Goodman though. It's John Goodman, and he's always entertaining, and he was great in this. I hated him for the first five minutes of the movie, but then he really warmed up. I, I, what I, about what about Peter O'Toole? Oh, Peter O'Toole's amazing from the first second he's on screen. I love when. Not Vernon Dursley. Who's who's who's? It Vernon? is Vernon Dursley. No, who is Vernon Dursley's real name? Oh, I don't know Vernon Dursley's. But real Vernon name, Dursley, but I can look that up. Give me a second to scroll down to IMDb. But Vernon Dursley, I love when he goes up to Peter O'Toole and he's like, 
We've got some good things and some bad things. He's an American. Quickly with the good things. Richard Griffiths. Richard. Richard. He Griffiths. did. He did sadly pass away a few years ago. Yeah. No, but he was he was fucking great in this movie. He yeah. was like you know the kind of the recruiter. And who I was came upset out. that he didn't spend more time in the movie. He I, went away. He he was great though. And then uh, when John Hurt came on screen, oh, I was low kind of hoping like. Oh, there's gonna be a villain in this movie. I hope it's this dude. I really hope it's this. Oh my God, John Hurt's the villain in this movie. It just got a hundred times better. The Mitch McConnell. I did not expect this. He's is he the Mitch McConnell? I never look. A long time ago, like uh, there was a show on Netflix starring Matt Smith. All of it. It was the West Wing, but of Parliament. Mm-hmm. And I got into that for a half second, and then like I've been on and off the jo- the the Boris Johnson thing like not to say i like the guy by any means no but like it's sometimes fascinating i didn't expect it i didn't expect to be this fascinated by parliament and british royalty drama as this movie apparently pulled was, off was written by the guy who same same guy who wrote major league yes yes it was and that's another movie i've never seen you never seen that movie i don't think oh i have okay well that's a whole nother show it's a whole nother show. So yeah, all that royalty gets killed. John Goodman gets recruited by Vernon Dursley. Uh, now he's go- flying to London and trying and not being great at being a royal. Nope. I love that when he when he shows up in a Packers jersey. Yeah, a Packers jersey and a Bears hat. I was very confused by that. He's from Chicago. But he's wearing a Packers jacket and a... You can have two teams. Okay, that's that's news to me. You can have two teams. I that's absolutely news to me. I thought like if you sure wasn't a you if, sure wasn't a you, Cubs. If you dress up as a Saints fan, oh, it might have been a Cubs thing. You sure wasn't a Cubs or Cincinnati Reds. I don't know because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get into sports because there's people who listen to the show. I'm sure that know a lot more about sports than I do, so I'm not going to try to. I'm actually anyone about sports right now. It was just confusing. Is is my point? I can understand that. His wardrobe choice in the royal no, house. We're talking about confusing wardrobe choices. The the jacket, fine. The hat, fine. What the hell shirt was he wearing that like came out from underneath the? Ja- he didn't need that much. <laughs> that seemed like overkill. <laughs> what about his Vegas, his Las Vegas T-shirt? I was okay with the Vegas T-shirt because he's been a lounge singer in Vegas for how many years? That makes sense. It's the stupid, ridiculous shirt that's overkill for me. Okay. And if you're learning anything about the butt yeah. maestro today, I hope that it's... <laughs> I, I draw the line at the weirdest places. <laughs> you do, and it's unspecified, and it's never reoccurring. So you have no <laughs> idea what will be the drawing line and what won't. There are there's some movies where, I'm, uh, where we reviewed, where I'm like... No! I love this, I love this, I love this. Eh, that might be a little bit too far. Different movie, same shit happening, and I'm just like, I'm okay with all this. I'm exactly. totally okay with all this. I, I draw the line in weird places, and I'm sorry if that's inconsistent. But that that was the line for me in this movie. That being said, I still liked it. I I'm still... glad you did. All right, so it's Peter O'Toole yep. and Vernon Dursley's yep. assistants has to get King Ralph. Like, yes. I love that he's like, what name will you pick? Ralph? Yeah. So like, Ralph. His fucking name. To groom him to be a royal... While John Hurt is trying to hurt him at any moment in time. 
and that's the movie. And um, John Hurt is also trying to like he's kind of having an on again off again romance friendship thing with some girl he met who you were excited about this casting. Oh, you mean John Hurt paid her? Not at first. Oh no, I know. At first, it was just a meet cute. Um, and then John Hurt found out about the meet cute. Oh, Jackie and was Tyler. Like, I'm gonna yeah. Rose Tyler's mom from liter from Doctor Who. There the you go, Whovians. We finally kind of talked about Doctor Who. Which, by the way, <laughs> guess what? While watching this, I just go. <gasps> Did I do it right? Patron was like, "What are you <gasps> about?" I go, "That's Jackie Tyler from Doctor Who," and she's like, "Oh my god! I knew I knew her from somewhere." I love playing that game with Patron. Love it. Also, speaking of games, uh, the Cinemaniacs have been keeping up with the drinking game rules. Take a shot, because you probably just heard another badly edited clip by one of us. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert, it. it was both of us. Yeah, no, it was totally <laughs> both of us. That's fine. Look, we're human. We slip up sometimes, even with our own rules of no rule names in the in the video store. There goes our it's darn okay. editing, no editing whatsoever reward that we did win. Oh, no, I love it because, and I hope our Cinemaniacs love it too, because, like, we, this this is so low budget. I love this show too. We literally just press the record button. Yeah. And talk. Yeah. No, we, we, this, yeah, as low budget as low budget can get, which is why I love doing it. We got this. a theme, anyway. and that's it. <laughs> at least we got a theme. I mean, we're about to have another theme song exactly. uh, in a few episodes, but. Actually, another, next episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's Jamie Lee Curtis month next month, guys. Yes, it is. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> we're reviewing King Ralph right now. We're reviewing King Ralph right now. We got interrupted, and we're interrupting your train of thought about King Ralph, because, yeah, it's such a great movie. So, so Jackie Tyler has a meet-cute with Flawless. King Ralph, and she's like, I really think he's cute. So then John So, yeah, Hurt, then John Hurt bribes her. The storyteller. Like, yeah. Okay. I, uh, isn't he the the war doctor? From Doctor Who, yes, yes. But he's also a storyteller from the Jim Henson Hour. Oh yes, he is, and he's been in a million other things too. He was uh, Ollivander. He was Ollivander, and uh, he was uh, an dad alien in Hellboy. Yeah, he was also an alien. I don't remember his name, but he was Dad in Hellboy. Oh yeah, yeah. He's John. Hurt it blows my in. mind rewatching that movie because I forget for the slightest second that he's in it until yeah. his name shows up in the credits. Yeah. No, he's, he's I'm like, oh my god, he's in this movie. So you get John Hurt. And she he basically pays her mm-hmm. because she... To get closer to him. To spend more time with him. To paint him in a bad light. But also, it's not her fault that she needs this money. He's no. literally exploiting her. He, she, he is exploiting someone in a terrible, uncontrollable yeah. situation. Blackmail. Yeah. He's like, Blackmail extortion, here's money. Like I know you need it. Yep. Just fall in love with him. Yep. That's it. And she loves. She, she doesn't she, love him. She like. She thinks he's cute. She likes him. At she first. starts to get more and more into it, and a few dates later, after he like tries to hand her more money and is like, a photographer is gonna go with you. Make sure he gets what he's looking for. And this hilarious fucking scene in McDonald's that I just didn't see coming at all. I I just okay, cool. <laughs> You want to go out tonight? You can't just call me. What? I'm bored. I don't have nothing to do. Literally. You want to go grab some food? And look, I know I'm skipping over so much about this movie, but like, 
We're going to tell you at the end of the episode, like, fucking watch the movie if you can find it somewhere. It's it's pretty fun. It was very hard to find this DVD. Just letting you know. I'm sure it was. I've been having this DVD for quite a while. Let, let me let me quick Google search see if it's available to stream anywhere. <laughs> I don't think it is. Spoiler alert. It's not. So, basically, they start falling in love, and then he's shown in a bad light. So John Hurt uses that as a ploy to make that royal family align bad because... Yes, because he's lineage. is the next in line. Royal-ish lineage. Royal adjacent? I don't know how Yeah, he's next in line if that bloodline... Yeah, gets cut off. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's really funny how Ralph's great, 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 great grandfather <laughs> had an extramarital affair, and then the, the woman was very nice and pleasant. And he it, he was like, when she came back, he was just like, oh, I just that whole thing is just like, that's such a rich white man thing. <laughs> like that's this such, whole movie is hashtag rich white men. That's such. Everything about this movie is so hashtag rich white men, but it was the 90s, so... It's the early 90s. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it was still fun. It's still no. fun. I'm sorry. So, so while this is all going on, um, you know, Peter O'Toole is pressing him to not paint himself in a bad light. Mm-hmm. The entire time he's like, look, you need to stop. You be professional, stop. be presentable, yeah. you're a representative of the everything like please don't fuck this so up. So the whole thing is he's holding a gala at his royal house. Yeah. And he's taught how to pour tea, he's taught it cuz he has to take a test. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't know how tests work to be royal. I'll take it. It's fine. But whatever. Um so while the scene comes up that I want you to specifically talk about. Oh. The harpsichord scene. I also want to point out the music in this movie was done by James Newton Howard and it was fantastic. And uh, yeah, the harpsichord scene. Is I, that harpsichord you know? real? No, literally not at all. Okay. That's a fucking synth setting on a keyboard I had when I was in high school. Okay. Uh, the other question I have <laughs> is that a that's a real instrument, right? The harpsichord is a weir- real instrument. But the sound that's being and they produced. They might have had on set a prop that was either built to look like a real harpsichord or depending on how much of uh how much actual royal space they were allowed to use might have actually been a a old replica not replica but a relic fucking antique uh harpsichord Uh could he have played that fuck no (laughs) i'm pretty sure the british royal guard would have literally cut his hands off he would have tried to play what he played no so, yeah, my conclusion, totally fake. Uh, that was a prop, and that prop was not actually playing anything. Just like, no He played with Golly Miss Molly, right? What probably happened was, he recorded all these things beforehand, and then lip-synced to himself okay. for the movie. And then, and then actually... That's usually it. how these things work, no. is the band records in a recording studio in a controlled setting where you don't have to worry about crowd noise and shit. <laughs> And then pipe that in on the set. They're all dancing to it. And that that just, it's cleaner in editing. No, I, I know. I, I went to school for film just saying, yeah. like, was that a good choice for John Goodman to sing on a harpsichord? Who am I to judge? I don't know. 
Like, I've met John I'm Goodman before. I'm still questioning before. these things. I've, I don't know. <laughs> I've met John Goodman before, and I literally almost brought up this movie. <laughs> I kind of wish you would have. Like, I would have been like, King Ralph, man. Oh, my it's God. It's a great movie. I kind of wish you would have. You know what? If I ever get a chance again, I'm going to be like, I just want you to know, John Goodman, <laughs> I loved King Ralph. <laughs> Not being sarcastic or nothing. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. <laughs> Like, literally not trying to give you more shit for a movie I'm sure you've already gotten a lot of shit about. Like, if uh, Wikipedia and IMDb and Google are, are to be believed, this movie was not very well critically received. No! At all. By the way, is it streaming anywhere? Uh, you can pay for it on YouTube and Amazon Prime. Three ninety nine. dollars 3 dollars on YouTube and Amazon Prime. <laughs> We still have more movie to talk I about. I know we do. Like, so the harpsichord scene. Before you could even get to the harpsichord scene, though, you forgot to mention the, the Swedish girl that they were trying to force him to marry. The one, the one that's sadistic? Dad, the one whose dad... Who, who is he from Indiana Jones? Oh, that is... He is... Donovan. Thank you. And he's like, also, he's also from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he is. He's totally... And he's uh, also James Bond villain that... Roger we fire when ready. Yeah. yeah. But also Roger Moore fought him, and it was this weird thing that Roger Moore's niece was trying to sleep with Roger Moore, hmm. and he's like super old at this point. And also in this movie, Charles Dance makes an appearance in his first time. Which, Charles which Dance. Roger Moore movie is this? What Bond movie is this? I think this is For Your Eyes Only. I, someone please look that up for us. I mean, I'm going to look it up because I for want to, but only. someone else please look, look that up. Look that up and make sure that Donovan was in For Your Eyes Only. Um, because I'm pretty sure he was. It would be easier if I could spell only, right? There we go. For Your Eyes Only. Donovan. Um, um, totally looking up. At, yeah. Oh, well, Roger Moore. Uh, is that Julian Glover? Yeah. Julian, Julian Glover. That's for Your totally, Eyes Only. Yeah. Sorry. That's my, that's my one... That's my one thing I can do. Oh, that's the Schmodown category that you could destroy me in. Absolutely. What? James Bond? James Bond. 100%. Yeah, now that I'm rewatching the entire series. Oh, my God. We're in the Brosnan season. It sucks. We're at the point where it's bad. I don't hate the Brosnan movies. After Tomorrow Never Dies, you kind of did. They're kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, Quantum of Solace is pretty boring, too. And you get Diamond Face. King Ralph. Stay on target. <laughs> We're almost there. All right, King Ralph, stay on target. Let's go. We harpsichord. Yes. Sorry. I okay. Um, time on the computer confused me. Um. So yeah, before the harpsichord scene, Donovan and his daughter come, and he's supposed to get married off to the daughter, and he's just being himself, and she totally wants him, like Which really, is really wants weird, him real bad because she's. Like, look, Hot. people have, 100%, she's very attractive. Two, people have kinks, and that's great. That's not a kink of mine. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just putting that out there. Anyway, the harpsichord scene, where he fucking plays, what, is it a golly Miss Molly? Yes. And, yep. Kills it. You should check that. Somebody's going to fact check us on great. that. It's great. I just, I... And then, I think the next scene is um, him talking to Peter to Peter O'Toole and Peter O'Toole telling him like, I, I was technically the next in line, but I don't want to because hiding, 
behind the scenes and giving advice that way is so much easier than facing the responsibility as a real thing. And I it just made me love Peter O'Toole and his character even more. His performance was fucking phenomenal. Which brings us to, I think, one of the last scenes in the movie uh, where he's speaking in front of Parliament. And, oh, wait, King Ralph? Yeah. Yeah, he decides to abdicate the throne. But not before uh, throwing out all the receipts. Oh, on oh, fucking John Hurt, Hurt yeah. showing how much money he paid this woman yep. to be with her, blackmail, he which I'm pretty sure is illegal. With the receipts. It was great. And, wow. Just wow. Like, John Hurt is literally embarrassed in front of school. Yep. And, you know, and just... he gets up in front of British Parliament and goes, this guy was fucking me over. Yeah, I was a clown, and that was on me. When I embarrass myself, it's on accident. When I embarrass England, it's an accident. When this guy embarrasses England, it's on purpose. Yep. Because he wants the power. He wants the throne. Yep. Uh, so he throws John Goodman under the bus. Yep. Advocates from the throne and has Peter O'Toole become the king. And he is the Duke. Yep. Of Wellington? Duke of Earl. Earl is it the Duke, Duke of Earl? Duke of Earl. Oh, that's I right. Because the song. Um... But I don't yeah. know what he ends up being the Duke of. He ends up being a Duke. He ends up having his own private recording space. I'm not going to lie, it's pretty fucking sweet. Which, by the way, Patron was so happy that Peter O'Toole's character got to be king. Yeah. She was like, he deserves he it. He deserved it, 100%. After all the shit he went through, he deserves it. And if something would have happened to him, I, I would have hoped it would have gotten passed on to Vernon Dursley. Yep. Richard Griffiths? I think so. Let me double check that. Richard Griffiths, yeah. Um, This movie is so wholesome so i was not expecting it we we completely forgot about all the uh the stuff with the african country oh god is it because you also forgot the name of the african country and neither of us want to feel bad about it no i just felt really bad about the scene about how john goodman responded to the african king that was pretty fucking awkward too yeah it was really to find it on the wikipedia page and oh no it's on here came uh of zambezi like, yeah. like, I literally do want to bring up that point because John Goodman's character did a very... It was awkward at first, but I think he redeemed himself throughout the rest of it because oh. he, he showed, like, genuine concern, like, wanting to be... Look, this movie is not wholly original. There are other movies that I think have done aspects of this movie. It's basically are... The Prince and the Pauper. It's The Prince and the Pauper. It's... I mean, we've seen things like this in fucking uh, Princess Diaries, uh... Um, coming to America, like there, there were aspects of this movie in other movies that have done those aspects, maybe just a bit better, but I still had fun with it. Not going to lie. I still had a lot of fun with this movie and I don't regret it. Uh, but that's, that's King Ralph. I don't know if y'all know this, but here on the, on the, on the show on cinema gems, cause yeah, words, I can totally talk right now here on the show. We have a rating system. Whole gem, amazing movie. Love it. Half gem, eh, it's okay. Maybe if it's free and you're drunk. Uh, no gem, avoid it. Total waste of time. So, what do you think? As my five, no, the sixth year anniversary of Cinema Gems and the 30th anniversary of King Ralph, I give it a highly polished gem that sits in the family crown of the crust. I don't want to say jewels because then it'll be. You're giving it a big shiny whole gem? Yeah. yeah. Yeah? It's rough, 
It's been through some shit. It's not been talked about uh, really a, well. A scuffed, a scuffed whole gem, an old, an old whole gem that's been sitting in a museum and maybe a, a bit neglected. Yeah. I, I was going gonna go maybe just a half a notch down from that, like maybe same same position, but from a different perspective. Like I was gonna say, a very shiny half gem. Huh? No, by, no, by no means a perfect movie. No. but I liked it a lot more than I thought. It, it was, was going to. it was wholesome, and it's the movie that you didn't know you needed right now. Which I, has been happening a lot lately. Yeah, versus last week's movie that literally started with the main character's <laughs> house getting destroyed by a disaster. Thanks again for that, Admiral. No problem. Uh, we have a special guest coming on in a few weeks, and he borrowed that movie, so I can't wait to see what oh, he says about God. that. Oh, wow. So, uh, guys, uh, before we go any further, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis Month is next month. Yeah, we're that's what we're doing for Halloween. Five Jamie Lee Curtis movies. Oh my god. Um, and I they're all great. Actually, I haven't seen three of them in a very, very long time. I won't mention which one is my favorite until we get to it. Yeah. And also, there's some ones in there that you're just like, why? What? There's some obvious ones. Like, there, one, one or two are like, yeah. yeah, no, these are pretty essential <laughs> in the Jamie Lee Curtis catalog. Yeah, but then you're just like, that's not even a horror I, I think when we were when we were brainstorming ideas for what to do for Halloween, when we when we realized it was another five week month, and we realized like, oh, we want to do something special for for Halloween again this year. Who are we gonna? I think for both of us, it was down to Sigourney Weaver and. Uh, we went for Jamie Lee Curtis because she's Curtis. more obscure. Yeah, and not to say we're not going to do no. Sigourney Weaver sometime later. We're going to do Sigourney Weaver month. But also, Jamie Lee Curtis has more of a horror aspect. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. she's the first scream queen. Yeah, and that's why I was like, "We got to yeah. do it." Yeah, um, no, I'm I'm excited, and y'all should be too. Yeah. Uh, and spoiler alert: I have a spooky little tune. He does. It's gonna play before the episodes, and I'm actually really excited for this one. It's not gonna totally fall apart, totally on purpose, uh, like the last one did. I'm excited. I I. I love all the themes you do. He hasn't heard it yet uh, because I haven't recorded it yet. But you have <laughs> sent me. I've sent you a snippet and I've sent you the sheet music for it. Which I fun. don't know if you can read. I can read. I can't read sheet music. Okay. <laughs> Kevin okay. George, who put the music in front of the regular show, will be very upset that I said that. <laughs> because I took his music class. Aww. And, yeah. Well, to be fair... Thank you, Kevin George, as always, because we always love your music. Which, by the way, I really, um, I had a friend in that class, so I would sit in yeah. every week, yeah. and I knew some answers that the, that his own students didn't know, and it was like, he doesn't take this class! How does he know more than you? I also took a, uh, that's a story for a different yeah, time. That's fine. That's a story for a different but, time. But, look guys, uh, all I gotta say is, five years, is five Dang, six years. Six. We made it. It keeps throwing me off. You made it for this long. I made you it for this long. You and Kevin George and Marty and the Arrogant Observer yeah. and everyone who's been piloting the show, pushing the show. From Eric Proling, the Time Duke. You have, uh, you have um, Doctor Strange Pork, Glados. Yeah, and you also have the fantastic Miss Frida and the Honorable Tesla. I'll take partial credit because I came about halfway through. And you but... as well. And I, I appreciate that. But I also don't want to forget about all the other amazing people we've had. But, 
like the opportunity to just nerd out in front of a microphone with Harvey it's Mike, man. Like this, that's that's a name that hasn't been spoken this in this podcast for literally four years. For for going Harvey on Mike. three years, for almost three years for me, this has been my favorite part of my week is getting to sit in front of the microphone yeah. with you and just nerd out about shit. It's it's I feel bad because there are some movies where I hand it to you and you return and you're like, why, why? did you make me watch this? <laughs> but even those, I still have fun with them because we can totally MST3K until we're red in the face. But also, there's one time when you did watch a movie and I called you out on it. I'm like, you're... I have not done that since. And no. I did watch that movie after the fact. You're a reviewer. That's your job. <laughs> That's what we do here. You're right. It, and it also just gives you a, a window a time capsule. I've, I've gotten better about doing my homework in general because since then I've been in a much better mental space, oh. surrounded by more by amazing people like you and Glados and Patron all the time. And I've been growing as well. That being said, I know we kind of do a, a mental health PSA every week. I guess this one should be something along the lines of surround yourself with people who support you emotionally and don't drain all of your energy. Because again, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like, when I first started this show, I was not in a good enough mental space to carry all the responsibilities that you wanted me to start to carry on the show. But since I got out of that situation and I've been surrounded by people who support me emotionally and everything, uh, and, like, always have a no-judgment zone, and having this no-judgment zone every mm-hmm. week as well is so much better. So I guess my message to everyone this week would just be surround yourself with people who support you and lift you up, who challenge you intellectually, but not in a bad way, if that makes sense. Like I'm lifting up the DVD of King I know, Ralph? I know, you're lifting John up the Goodman. DVD of King Ralph, because it's it, it was fun. This is a fun... Let us know what Look, you thought about King Ralph. Before we go any further, <laughs> I still feel bad for those moments, because you weren't in the right headspace. I just yeah. want you to know that I do feel bad. I appreciate that. And that's that. why, whenever I ask you to review a movie, I'm like, would this be okay? Because I have another option. Yeah. Just in case. Except for last week, because we needed to watch that movie because of Ida. One of the part, fun things about this show isn't just talking about movies that I already know and love really well, but it's been opening up my uh, music, my movie taste to other things I wouldn't have necessarily watched without someone nudging me into it a little bit. This. King Ralph. Last, last week's included. Uh, at least Wild one, one or two of the uh, upcoming in October. Yes, those I'm excited for. Some of them are horror movies, so I hope you can make it through. Uh, look, I will watch them not by myself, uh, not drunk, and in a very well-lit room in broad daylight. Okay, that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's fine. how I watch horror movies. Look, look guys, um, to piggyback on what the Buttmeister said is, you can't you know, pour from an empty cup. Your cup always overfloweth, and you need to make sure to subdue the liquid inside and siphon it off to other things. I don't mean to be laughing, but phrasing. I know, and that's why I specifically chose those words. (laughs) Does the Admiral have a poor choice of words? Do I have bad taste in movies? Let us know. You can tweet us at at cinemagems15 at... I'm sorry. Tweet? You can email cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can tweet cinemagems underscore pod 
and you can do the Instagram thing. I'm, what I'm, are you pointing to? There is no camera in that corner. Do I'm you looking, think we can afford cameras? I'm looking at the in box the because the Admiral tells the Fantastic Four are sitting in the box going, "Go, just keep going, just let it go." <laughs> That's what they're doing. How'd they get up there? Admiral's looking around in the corner of my annex, which is just a room in my apartment with musical instruments in it, in a corner that I guess he thinks is supposed to have a security camera being monitored no, by Tesla and Freya. They're in the box. Have the you never been to the theater? They're, they're in the production booth. I know what the production booth is. They're Admiral. sitting up there like, it's okay, go. And it's really weird because they're giving a thumbs Cinema up. Gems 15 at gmail.com and tweet us at uh, cinemagems underscore pod. Or also follow the Instagram at cinemagemspod. The Instagram's going to be fun this week. We just took a really oh. fun picture. Uh, yes. Someone has to pick theirs and I have to pick mine. But also, guys, Marty the Air Conserver, thank you for letting us, me at least, be on your website for six years. Yeah. Six years. Thank um, you, guys. I want to have... giving us a little, a, a little bit of... A little slice of internet to call home. Yes. A little... little a little itty-bitty bite-sized tiny slice of internet to call home. The little archipelago. It, it's small, but it's ours. Um, and we just watched King Ralph. Mm-hmm. Guys, it means a lot that y'all have been listening for six years. Even if you haven't been listening since the beginning, it really means a lot that I have a show that I do every week, that I talk about what I love, what I care about, how I get my vivacious energy out, um, how I get to talk about things that I want y'all to talk about because right now... This is, I feel like, the best podium I have to talk to you guys about. Oh, yeah. And I just want to say, guys, thank you for listening, and thank you for being an amazing, you know... Audience, family... Cinemaniacs. Cult. I didn't know I was in a cult. This is the cult. <laughs> Literally, when they describe the cult, look, I'm like... Look, oh, one of my favorite office references. You ready for this? One of my favorite office quotes. Creed Bratton. <laughs> Uh, I've been in a cult. I've been a cult leader. I've been a cult follower. Uh, you make more money as a leader, but you have more fun as a follower. <laughs> yeah, that's an accurate description. <laughs> um, so congratulations, you're a small cult follower, uh, small cult leader. I should uh, I shouldn't say words are hard. We should probably finish the show before my brain melts. Look, guys, it's been a hard week for both of us. I've had fun on this show. Every single episode I've I've been a part of. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad to have been part of this for so long. And I hope our listeners have been having fun listening to us just nerd out every yeah. week. Guys, it's gonna be short. This the this this one's gonna be kind of short. In the yeah, because I have to kick the admiral out of my yeah. studio so I can record the thing for next week. Because, but also also yeah. because it's six years and we don't want to keep you guys too long. Go watch King Ralph. Enjoy it. Like it. Email us or tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Um, oh, by the time this episode drops, uh, there's going to be a Star Wars Visions on Disney+. Plus. There's going to be another What If on Disney+. Plus. Don't tell me what other shows we need to have in the future after J.B. Lee Curtis Month. Well, I mean, according to What If, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the future. It can be yourself in an alternate timeline. So there is, hypothetically, an alternate timeline in which this show only... Okay, fine, let's go. <laughs> I'm just I kidding. Keep going. I see the producers waving at us. <laughs> I see that. I hear the audience. The uh, the fucking Oscars get off the stage. Music. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving us. The, they're giving us the the the, the hang. I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. So wipe your hooves. <laughs> wipe your hooves. Wait, that's my line. It's my line. I've been saying it for six years, man. Six years. Okay. 
chaos, chaos. Wipe your hooves and see you later. But also, guys, black lives always, always. matter. Bye, guys. Black lives always matter. Love y'all. Bye.